Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Welcome to the first episode of the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. I'm so, so excited to be here today. My name is Rosie Shiloh, and I will be guiding you through this series, which is all about outsourcing to grow your business. Now, today I wanted to touch on the basics of you know, why you would use an Australian virtual assistant. This is this is the area that I sort of specialize in. This is, you know, working with Australian VAs is, you know, what I've focused on in the last 14 years. And the industry is full of amazing VAs who I know really, really well. And because I use them myself and I support so many other businesses who are using them as well, I get a lot of insight into, you know, why, what the benefits are for for utilising Australian VAs if you're an Australian yourself. So most of my market is Australian based. Um, I stick with what I know. I know the Australian business culture. And, um, and I find that the virtual assistant industry in Australia in particular is really, really exciting. And it's been growing and evolving over the last couple of years um, at you know much higher rate than it has prior. Okay, so now the first thing is, you know, we all know virtual assistants are an amazing business resource to have. And we can't all afford one, unfortunately. But those of us who can, who have worked out a strategy to make sure that we understand and are, are getting our return on investment, um, are going to be really, really reaping the benefits of, of using a virtual assistant in their business. And this is really exciting. And I don't want you to confuse return on investment with thinking, okay, well, um, you know, I know what my return is because I'm going to, to pay commission-based you know, for, for VA work. If they sign up people, they're going to be commission-based. It's not really how um, it, it works. You know, you've, it, it's they're, they're not just, you know, commission-based sales reps. It doesn't usually work that way. So you need to think about, you know, your goals, your objectives, how they fit in, how they're going to support you to get for to your, you know, your end goal. So one of the best things about virtual assistants, and this is obviously you know, something that you're going to go, oh, well, duh, is that they are virtual. But that means that they can work anywhere. Um, and and that, you know, is a good and a bad thing. So you've got offshore, meaning out of Australia, so anywhere out of Australia, that can be UK, US, Canada, um, uh, Philippines, India, anywhere like that, um, versus you know, VAs who are here in Australia. At the end of the day, they are all virtual. And so what I'll talk about today is what I've noticed with the industry in Australia and the trends and the type of people that are working as VAs, as opposed to what I've noticed offshore. Okay, so the first thing is most Australian VAs are business owners as well. Okay, so this is really, really important. And I I personally love working with fellow business owners because they they get the struggle they get how you you just you don't just rock up at work and everything's there for you work is there for you you have to do the whole thing you have to be the hunter and the gatherer and do the whole shebang 
And so they've had their eyes open to that, to the reality of that, and not just the idea that someone who's running their own business, you know, the boss is, you know, raking in the money and life is easy and owes everybody else a living, which is kind of, you know, what a lot of employees tend to think if they haven't run their own business. And I know I've been there and granted, I was a lot younger when I was employed. Um, but, you know, even the, the older people that I was working with seemed to have that kind of mindset where it was like, well, you know, I'm here, I'm doing work for you. These are my rights. This is me. This is me, 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 me because you're the boss, you have everything and, um, you know, it's not hard for you. Whereas if the person that you're working with is a fellow business owner, they know that it actually is hard for you. You have to work to keep the ball rolling. If things are rolling well, it's because of, you know, processes and systems and, and ideas that you've implemented and put in place. And so kudos to you. So an Australian VA being self-employed is always looking at ways to grow their own business and the benefit to you is that everything they learn to grow their business, they will help you with yours. They're always really forthcoming with advice and uh, resources and referrals and that sort of thing. And that, you know, that sort of stuff is above and beyond um, what you would normally hire a VA for. So that's really, really nice. Um, the other thing is when you are trying to communicate in business, a virtual assistant has to step up. The communication skills need to be really, really good. They're missing, you know, the body language a lot of the time and they need to have great verbal, so phone skills, um, meeting skills and writing skills to communicate not only with you but with your clients if appropriate. And as we all know, English is hard but Australian is harder. So <laughs> unless you are, you know, you've lived here for a certain number of years at least, um, having an idea about how to communicate in our extremely unique way <laughs> um, is something that's really important when it comes to, you know, net networking and connecting with your target market. Now, when I talk about this, I'm assuming also that your target market is here in Australia or they respond to, you know, they really like the Australianness about you. I hope, hope that makes sense. So, um, you know, they the, the Australian factor is relevant to both parties. Um, so when you've got someone who's communicating with stakeholders on your behalf, you need to be making sure that they are communicating, you know, in your lingo and in, in your brand, in your voice. Okay, so that, that's really hard for non-Australians to do in our way. Um, the other thing is Australian VAs um, are often connected to your stakeholders. So they might be connected to your target market or associates who you could be working with and collaborating with because they're building their own community. A really smart VA is obviously networking. And they have a strong community. I only work with VAs who have, you know, a good community behind them, which is why I built Virtually Yours. Um, I can easily see that the, the VAs that stay in Virtually Yours value a strong community and understand that um, with that support, they can offer their clients so much more. So when your Australian VA is out there doing their networking and growing their business, because it's not just all you know, they're in front of them, they've got to do those hard yards, they're also seeing opportunities for you. 
you know, potential partnerships, potential connections, potential threats, um, all that sort of thing. And they're able to feed that back to you. So they're, you know, eyes and ears for you and your business. As an Australian business owner also, they need to abide by the same laws as you. And that's really handy when things can go a little bit iffy because, you know, we all know mistakes happen, whether it's your mistake, their mistake or a third party mistake, anything can happen. Um, things, you know, systems could fall apart or um, anything. And if they are not delivering, you want to be able to pursue it as well on a legal leg. So if they're in another country, often there's very little you can do to try and get any kind of recompense. Is that the word? I need another co-host here to help me with my vocabulary. Um, to, to help you out when things have gone a little bit, um, whereas if they're here, you know, you, you can, you've got the ombudsman, you've got consumer affairs, all that sort of thing, um, to, to back you up and debt collectors to help you out. And it just makes life a lot easier when you consider as well, you know, your business is your business, baby. We always talk about this and having a virtual assistant is bearing your, your business undies and it's a little bit intimidating. When you're revealing that, your intellectual property, to another person, you want to know that they have to abide by the same laws that you do, okay? The other thing is that Australians charge the same as what you do. So they're on the same currency. So you don't have to worry about fluctuations and changes in, in the exchange rate, which is something that I have found with, with certain products, software, and that sort of thing that I've had to subscribe to over the years is I don't always know from month to month what it's actually going to cost me because of just that exchange. Um, and that helps, you know, if, if I know what my VA is charging me each month, um, or, you know, for each project or whatever it might be, it helps me with my cash flow. Um, so there's a lot of other reasons why I think personally Australian VAs rock, um, but <clears throat> I won't go into all of them today. I'm really, really keen to do podcasts that are short and sweet. Yes, they may ramble a tiny bit, but I'll try and keep them on track and keep them real and keep them helpful for you. The other thing I want to touch on today is that, you know, with outsourcing, it's really, really important to think about why you want to outsource and not to be outsourcing because everyone tells you that you should be, um, that it's not a good enough reason. I, I just don't want people to think that um, if others are saying you the definition of success is you outsourcing, it's, it's your, your definition of success is your own definition of success. And that's one of the messages that I will be communicating quite frequently is that, you know, you don't have to listen to everybody else about what you should be doing in business. I want to provide you with some resources and some tools, but you need to make up your own mind about what's going to work for you, where you want to take your business and who you want to bring along on that journey with you. Come and have a look at the Virtually Yours website when you get a chance. We've got a few articles on there about working with Aussie VAs because, as I said, they are the people that I work with most closely. Um, and if you need any support from any VAs, definitely go on there and submit a um, request for support and we'll help you find someone to, um, to get your business going in the direction that you want, which is very exciting. Uh, so thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found that useful. Aussie VAs rock. That's it for today. And I'll see you in the next session. Have a great one. Bye. 
Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours. Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.